things, oh, welcome back to another ESL podcast, and welcome back to another version of this IELTS Live. It's been a long time since I actually did one of these. Uh, I was doing that on a consistent basis probably about two months ago in regards to, you know, having live events and whatnot, but I realized, you know, based on demographics and the people who were coming to me, I said, you know what, let me focus on what is working rather than what isn't working. So today I'm actually bringing you a very, very special one. The reason why I want to do this is because it could be very, very useful for everyone out there. So we already know, again, in regards to what's happening around the world, you've got the coronavirus, there are different things about health that you may be asked when you do your IELTS speaking test. Um, but today's center focus is on science. And that's right, depending on, again, um, this could be like, you know, different from IELTS general training and academic. It just all depends. I don't know how they sort these out because again, if students at the ages of 15, 16, 17, and 18, uh, are doing the IELTS academic, I'm not exactly sure if they would be asked questions in regards to like future work and whatnot, but it just all depends. So you need to be prepared. So what I'm going to be doing is going over the part two and the part three. All right. So. For those of you who are obviously listening to me on my podcast, thank you very much. And today, if you guys are watching me on Facebook or on YouTube, this is what we have today. The part two, it says, describe an interesting TV program you watched about a science topic. Now, the reason why I'm doing this is because this is an IELTS book, Cambridge 15. And this is extremely difficult, and especially when we get into these part three questions in just a moment, because... My student, when I asked her this, in this specific place, of course, the place that I work at out here in Bangkok, Thailand, she was just like, huh? And so I had to throw some ideas. I said, okay, do you know Coyote Peterson? She's like, oh my God, yeah. I was like, did you watch the videos of him being, you know, inadvertently stung by crazy, uh, I don't know, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what you call them. Um, what is it, the Cacadia Killer? All these different types of crazy ass bugs out there that are both big and small, but they pack a powerful punch. She said, yeah. And I was like, listen, when we look at TV programs, people don't watch TV anymore, okay? Unless they are in the likes of, again, develop, I hate to use the term, uh, developing countries, but let's just say countries that uh, <laughs> there's just rampant, you know what, okay? And they don't ever get anything done. Let's just put it that way. Now. If we go to the likes of Liberia, Sierra Leone, and other places, uh, it could be Bangladesh, even here in Thailand, they still watch TV. Hell, they got a TV out there in the lobby, and I'm like, guys, you watch this ridiculousness rather than that growth mindset, but I'm not judging you. Anyways, if you never watch TV, it's okay to substitute, all right? Because the examiner already knows, well, more than likely, you know, given the fact that we're living in, you know, 2020, you know, you're, they're probably just going to ask, eh, describe an interesting program you watched about a science topic rather than a TV program. Now, if they do, you can switch it up and say, well, to be honest with you, I never, I really don't watch a TV. However, I will give you a program that I watched on YouTube, which is also similar, where it could be on Apple TV, wink, wink. Because of course the examiner probably, him being at his age, well, it depends. It depends on the country that you're in. But Apple TV, maybe they have, you know, those types of science programs, wink, wink. So we look at the likes of what kind of science programs though, Arsenio, or science topics? Well, National Geographic, 
space exploration. There are more, there are more, what is it? Oh my God, the black hole that just recently had come up and how we're continuing to understand what black holes, you know, are essentially us finding these exoplanets that may have life, right? So we look at all these different things. These, this is science. It can be about any form of science, us finding massive big dinosaurs and these crazy fossils and these humors or femur, no, that's not a femur, but whatever, these big gigantic things like two million years ago, they were like five times the size. See what I mean? That's what you would talk about. So again, introduce it by giving a reference point. So one day I was actually going through on YouTube, uh, just scrolling away like I normally do. And then I came across a guy by the name of Coyote Peterson. Now, if you don't know who Coyote Peterson is, you know, this guy has more than 10 million YouTube subscribers and he talks about all things science. In the first video I came across, you see what I mean? You're just going to go on and on and on. This, so what you're learning right now in this podcast, in this video, give a reference, give a background, give a background. I do not want you to reiterate these questions. My student who sits across from me, she's not here today. Okay, hello. No, she's not here. But she sits across from me and she's like, oh, well, okay, um, uh, uh, interested TV program. No, 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 stop. Please, please, please don't introduce the topic like that. Please make it a story. Give a reference to the past. You can give a nice little introductory story. It could be 10 to 15 seconds and just let it flow. Do not reiterate any of these questions you see on the cue card. And for those of you who are listening, the cue card reads, what science topic this TV program was about, when you saw this TV program, what you learned from this TV program about a science topic, and explain why you found this TV program interesting. Again, okay, what did you learn? How did you find it interesting? You're gonna loophole all that together in a minute and a half to two minutes. Now, I've heard from other people that the rounded questions uh, aren't too difficult. And I've seen different things, but to be honest with you, that is absolutely false. Uh, I've had Filipino students out there in Manila saying those rounded questions were monstrous. So again, what one person tells you, it doesn't apply for every country. It just doesn't. So be prepared just in case in the event you are asked some rounded questions. Okay, they, I know they have very basic principles and oh yeah, well, you know, this one and this relates to this. And this. <laughs> to be honest with you, I heard some rounded questions the other time in a podcast that I did recently with uh, a girl who ended up achieving a 7.0 speaking ban. And now she's going to be, she's en route to America to be a nurse. Um, and she talked about some of those rounded questions and I said, oh my goodness gracious. Okay, so again, you guys just need to be prepared. There's no, oh, well, uh, I'll be prepared or I'm just going to focus on this or the questions for today in Islamabad is going to differ, is going to be the same as the ones in Brasilia. If you believe that you are very out of reach, all right, you need to be prepared on all levels. So summing up that part two, do you get it? The goal, reference point, tell it as a story, rewind this, listen to my how, listen to how I introduced it and then go from there. Again, what you learned and the interesting thing about it. Okay, when you saw this, of course, you could just put a little date in there. So I was sitting on my bed a couple of weeks ago. There you go, boom, that's all included. You can answer, you could, what is, what is the idiom? Hit two birds with one, kill two birds with one stone. I hate saying that, 
But again, just loophole it all together so you don't forget it. There it is. So, woo, let's keep it going. Here we go. Now we got part three discussion topics. See, these get a little bit crazy. So you got science and the public. So the first question would be like, how interested are most people in your country in science? Oh boy, now, again, think about it. Now, science could be in any field, and given the fact that vaccines and everything's happening right now, people could be glued to the TV at present. They could be following the likes of the CDC failure, WHO failure, but they could be following them to get more information, right? So how interested are people in your country? How are you going to answer that? Well, again, you have to answer in twos, in twos. So, well, you know, half the population, they're interested in the likes of science in regards to, you know, what, you know, what climate change and how climate change is uh, changing the, the, the weather patterns and the storms are becoming bigger. And obviously seeing these typhoons just slam right into the Philippines and just continue to destroy the middle part of Vietnam, right? And then you could say others, so you might be divided and it's okay. It's okay. Others are interested because of climate change. Others could be interested because of vaccines. Give a nice impersonal example and a couple of details that follow that up. Keep in mind that your part three answers are going to be anywhere between, it could be three, it could be three very long sentences or it could be four to six intermediate type of sentences. Got it? So again, that's how you're going to introduce it because again, how interested are people here in Thailand? If I were to say, oh, they're not very interested because they don't really care about science, you're going to lose. And I know a lot of people who think that way. You got to think way outside the box. And if you are a total, excuse me for my French, a total bullshitter, such as kind of what I do, okay? No, well, no, I am very creative and imaginative. So that's why I can create things as I go. I created all of that just like that. And of course, by living vicariously through so many other things, articles and videos I've watched. Got it. So let's continue. Number two, why do you think children today might be better at science than their parents? Okay, technology and the availability of resources. Okay, how are you gonna introduce those, right? So given the fact that, <laughs> You know, my parents, given the, fact, given the fact that she was born in 58, okay, they had things called libraries. I don't even know if they had libraries back in 58, excuse my French. But she had to go to the library and search for hours, days, weeks, months for information. Me, I got everything right at my fingertips. And Google is the greatest search engine in all of the free world. That's number one. Number two, of course, Oh man, what was it? The available, the, the availability of resources that we have now. So again, given the fact that there's YouTube, given the fact that there's Bear Grylls on Netflix and so many ways that we can, you know, develop our knowledge in the scientific realm uh, without going to the likes of college, university, or even school is phenomenal. So you see, what I, you see where I'm going with this, right? So I just gave that huge introduction to you. Now, we're going to scoot ahead to the next one, the last one of this specific discussion topic. <sighs> How do you suggest, ooh, this is difficult. How do you suggest the public can learn more about scientific developments? What would you do to suggest the public to learn more about scientific developments? Again, we're living in, 
I have to say a very tough time, okay? A lot of people would deem this to be very tough, but in this case, it could be very influential. It could be very good for you to answer this question because people are very interested in how would you suggest it? Well, not only that, okay, the vaccines that are emerging right now in Americas and England failing miserably at the moment, but nonetheless, with these vaccines that are emerging right now, people have become much more glued to the TV and news in regards to the scientific development of the vaccines. But outside of the vaccines, and when this is all said and done, another way that people can be more interested and learn more is about climate change. There we go, we could go back to climate change. All right, because apparently in Brazil, Brazil, this is the highest deforestation that's happening. And again, I think it's happening again in 15 years, okay? Again, Amazon houses 60% of the world's oxygen. The biodomes and the things that will become absolutely disrupted if in the event that is even half or even maybe 25% of that can, we're talking, there's no more category fives, it's category sixes. There's no more extreme weather. There's very extreme weather on both spot, both sides of the spectrum. So this is why people need to be more interested in science because we are destroying, human beings suck, let's just put it that way. Okay, don't tell the examiner that. I'm giving you ideas though, all right? Gotta think outside the box. Now we're going into the last three, all right? So scientific, oh, this is the hardest one. Ooh, this was tough. Scientific discoveries. So what do you think are the most important scientific discoveries in the last 100 years? Oh my God, that's scientific inventions, people, discoveries. Me, it was hard for me to even think. I was like, oh damn, what? And then I thought, oh yeah, antibiotics and vaccines. There you go. Because again, that could have prevent, that prevented at least tens of millions up to work, upwards to hundreds of millions of lost lives, you know? If we even look back at what happened during the 1918 flu, okay, without the love, we didn't have antibiotics back then, if I'm not mistaken. If we did, I don't think 20 million people would have died, or if that was the rough number of how many people did die. Um, but I would, I would go that way, okay, antibiotics. And I would go with vaccines, because the preventative measure of vaccines, and given the fact that, again, Pfizer, oh, I don't know which company it was. They said it's going to prevent 100% serious cases of COVID. So even if you were to get COVID, you'll have like very, very mild symptoms. If you take that vaccine, if you take that vaccine, just, just think about it. If we even have antibiotics to fight off the symptoms such as pneumonia and all that stuff, there would be a hell of a lot more dead. So let's be honest, loss of life, there it is. No light bulb. That was, I don't know how many years ago. That was way more than 100 years ago. Uh, again, Wright Brothers, that's not a scientific, uh, that's an invention, right? So you got to make sure that you can differentiate between an invention and a discovery. Because if you can't, you're going to fall into that trap. All right. If you don't know anything, if you don't know, now you know. That's number one. Number two, if you don't know, do some research on it. Look up some things on Google's, start writing on Google's, <laughs> on goggles. Uh, look up some things on Google and begin to free write some of these things. The things that you don't know, that's what you need to do. You need to journal it. All right. Number two, do you agree or disagree that there are no more major scientific discoveries 
left to make. Obviously, I know the majority of you out there would be to disagree. Now, we could go this whole space exploration route. Uh, but in saying that, even over the last 20 years, think about it. I mean, after doing that research, you would be able to see, you would be able to see man, there are a hell of a lot of other scientific discoveries that we can actually make. Um, again, like I'm not very scientifically like a chemist or anything, but they have all these different, oh, the, the genetic mutation, uh, this cell, that cell. And, uh, I, I think just recently, like, what was it? Something about a human brain cell and something about it merging with the monkey brain that he ended up like turning into something completely different. So again, these are discoveries we make by just trying new things on a routine basis. There are millions upon millions of things, if we don't kill each other by then, that we will continue developing so we can acclimate to a completely destroyed planet, all thanks to us. And saying that, let's finish this one off. Who should pay for scientific research? Governments or private companies? Oh, I think 50-50, okay. So again, scientific research, uh, you know, again, for PR purposes, Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates, they actually do a lot of different things uh, based on PR, right? Uh, like this public relations to boost their, boost their image, right? But it's all bullshit. I'm sorry. I just had a, a Tourette's moment. Um, but again, if we, if we look at the research aspect of it, I believe that, you know what? I can only speak from my own experience. Uh, being out here in Thailand, I think well, it, it just falls in the wrong pockets. But let's just say the government and the companies that they don't even get taxed, right? Because we all know under the table things, you know. Uh, you know, I think the government should put 100% of all their funds in scientific research, and I think all billionaires should be just like, like, like salary, like twenty thousand. No, that's ridiculous. I'm joking. Um, but yes, I absolutely believe that. PTT, Portal is what they call it out here. I believe that CP, I believe that Central Group, this place that I'm in right now, uh, yeah, you sorry ass CEOs need to start dedicating, y'all, there ain't gonna be no more, there ain't gonna be no more space if you blow it all up and everything becomes sunk, because apparently, I don't know, I think it's BS, but Bangkok is apparently sinking. I have no idea, man. We're going to the core of the, we're going to the core of the earth, people. We're going to see hell. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, but it, apparently it is sinking. Hong Kong's not sinking, although they're building. But apparently, according to the geniuses out there and the non-geniuses, I'm being very sarcastic, Bangkok is sinking. So in 10 years, we're going to be the next Atlantis. If that's the case, hey, uh, Mr. Central Group, Mr. CEO, your grandson is wonderful. I met him face to face, spoke to him for an hour movie actor fantastic but you're not good you're not a good person what you need to do is stop underpaying see i'm going off on attention you guys get what i'm saying i think people who got all this money you need to clean up these dirty ass green canals okay but that's that's not scientific research i believe that you guys should research into why thailand floods all the time and that, that's just based off human stupidity, human error. But come on, guys, it's not that difficult. Okay, I'm not talking about feasibility studies for you to get money and everything. I'm just saying, I think y'all should put at least 50% of y'all assets into it. Okay, okay, if you say, Sydney, put your money, I'll put my money too. Okay, half of what I eat every day. That's all you get. 
So with that being said, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, the video, whatever it may be. I went off on a tangent at the end. It's all fun. It's all good. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay tuned for more. Anyone who's available for coaching, it is available because my podcast. I just want to say thank you to all my folks out there who are listening to my podcast. Again, another monthly record, daily, just well, I'm a little bit scared because I do have, I have a really big gut feeling. I'm going to wake up one morning. I'm going to have like 5,000 extra plays and like 50 emails from people who need my help. So guys, from here on out, consultations are paid now. You can get mock tests with me. They're only $10. You're going to get a full mock test, a write-up, audio, you name it, as much feedback, uh, recorded, obviously, audio, video, and everything. If you're interested in that, let me know. $10 for consultations now. Yeah, and that's a full hour. <sighs> now, for those of you who want online coaching, that's still available, but prices are going to be going up at the beginning of the year because I'm getting really busy, and I got to jack up my prices because obviously people have been saying you are charging way too, way too little. So it's time for that to boost up. So guys, stay tuned. Again, enroll on my, uh, my email. Go to my website. Uh, check out my podcast. This is in podcast form reach out to me, whatever it may be, just get in touch with me. And with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast or video. Stay tuned for more over and out.